Welcome to Kingdom.Think, where we read the Bible in one year, a little bit every day, where we can just continue to grow. And, and then by the end of the year, we can say, hey, we read the Bible in one year. So congratulations, kudos to you. So today we're covering 1 Samuel 7 and 8, Psalms 123, and Romans 7. Let's see, I'll start with 1 first, first Samuel 7 and 8, because the story's a little bit juicy here. Remember the Ark of the Covenant, they, uh, the Philistines stole it, but they were getting all these tumors and getting sick, and the people were dying, so they sent it back to Israel. But then the Israelite people that it showed up at said, we don't want it here, because they just didn't trust it. It was like, wow, this, this God's real and powerful. And so they're kind of afraid. So they say, please take the Ark of the Covenant. But now they know that God is so real. And so the people are saying, okay, okay, we get it now. We get it. We, uh, we believe. Um, and we want, then all the people of Israel turned back to the Lord. So Samuel said to all of the Israelites, if you are returning to the Lord with all of your heart, Always a heart center, guys. If you will return to the Lord with all of your heart, then rid yourself of the foreign gods and the Ashtoreths and commit yourself to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the land of the out of the hand of the Philistines. So the Israelites put away their Baals and Ashtoreths and served the Lord. Um so then he assembled the leaders in the various Israelite areas so that they could, they were to meet in Mizpah. And then they fought the Philistines because then the Philistines realized that they were meeting and they had tried to attack him, attack the Israelites, but the Israelites were able to overtake the Philistines and won that war. And so now the Philistines knew that God was with them. So and that the that Israelites were a powerful army and they stopped invading them. <laughs> yep, throughout Samuel's lifetime the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines. The towns the towns from Ekron to Gath that the Philistines had captured from Israel were restored to Israel and Israel delivered the neighboring territory from the hands of the Philistines. And there was peace between Israel and the Amorites. So there's peace in the land. So all is well. But as Samuel was getting very old, he had two sons. One was Joel and one was Abijah. And they were not, they didn't follow Samuel's ways. And the people knew this. They actually were dishonest and they accepted bribes and they perverted justice. So the people said, we need a king because your sons are just terrible. They need a king. Well, Samuel did not like that because up to this point, not that Samuel was trying to be their king, not that he wanted their sons to be king. Remember, these are judges. They weren't kings. The people were supposed to govern themselves according to God's laws, according to what Moses had given them, but they couldn't do that. So they wanted a king like all the other nations had had a king. And so Samuel went to God and God was disappointed that they were requesting that. He said, um, listen to all that the people are saying to you. It is not you that they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king. That is really an important part right there. So he's saying, look at Samuel. They weren't rejecting you. They were rejecting me as their king. They didn't trust me. They didn't have faith. They didn't like the system that I set up for them, which is unfortunate because now they're going to be ruled under a king. 
as they, now I'm verse eight, as they have done from the day I brought them out up out of Egypt until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they are doing to you. Now listen to them, but warn them solely, solemnly, and let them know what the king who will reign over them will claim as his rights. So Samuel goes back to them and he explains, look, this is what's going to happen. You're going to be a slave to this king. He's going to rule over you. Are you sure you really want that? I don't think this is a good idea. You're ruling yourself right now. You have freedom right now. God is your king. But they said, nope, we want a ruler. And he's saying, yes, but that that king will, he'll, they'll rule over, they'll take your crops, they'll take your people, your sons will, will have to fight for them. Um, your daughters will be, will have to serve them and you'll have basically no rights if the king chooses. Is that what you want? Yep. We want a king. So God said, okay, go ahead, give him a king. And that's where it ends at chapter eight. Now we know what's, what happens, right? There's going to be Saul and there's going to be David. So even though God doesn't want them to have a king, it was for their best interest. He's saying, look, this is for your best interest that you do it the way I set it up, but nope, they want a king. Even still, God's going to work with the system that they've created, and he's going to bless them through David. We know that. We already know that. But just remember, there's a piece right here that God said, look, you don't really want a king, but they insisted. So there you have it. Okay, Psalms 123. Psalms 123, I lift up my eyes to you, to you who sits enthroned in heaven, as the eyes of slaves look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a female slave looks to the hand of, of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God till, the show, till he shows us his mercy. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy on us, for we have endured no end of contempt. We have endured no end of ridicule from the arrogant, of content from the proud. So this is a prayer of God give have mercy on us. Pretty simple, pretty short. That was that Psalms 123. All right, moving on to Romans 7. This chapter, chapter 7 of Romans is just so interesting. Um, and it's, I'm going to actually read some pieces to you and they're kind of laughable and they're, but yet you're going to align with it. But basically in, in this chapter, Paul is releasing, he's helping people understand that it's not the law that you're not saved by law. The law kind of highlighted when you're sinning because people before the laws that God made, they were sinning, but they didn't really understand. Then the laws came. Now they knew what sin was, but so then people became legalistic. And what he's saying is, look, when Jesus died on the cross, that released you from that legalism, the law. Um, and so, but yet it's still so complicated. So listen to this. So I'm going to read um, from verse 14. It goes like this. We know that the law is spiritual. Mm, okay. But I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do for what I want to do. I do not do, but what I hate to, but what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. <laughs> As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is the sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me. That is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good 
I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is the sin living in me that does it. I don't know if Paul was being funny. I don't know if he was trying to relate to the people, but can you imagine if you're listening to him and he does that, your brain is just confused, twisted, but yet it's kind of like funny. Uh, Moving on to verse 21. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am. (laughs) Who will rescue me from the body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then... I myself, in my mind, am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the laws of sin. Now, first of all, one thing that points out to me is that all of this waging war is going on in my mind. Yes, we might act it out, which we do. We act it out, but it begins in our mind. Okay, boom, there's the key. It happens in our mind. Oh, goodness. Um, So that's why emotional management, dealing with stresses, getting lots of rest, resting your mind, not filling your mind with corrupt stuff, being careful what you listen to. Not because you're trying to be a prude and you're afraid to listen to bad music or you're afraid to watch bad movies. No, that's not why. Simply you need to guard your mind if you want to... Um, do the things that you want to do and not do the things that you don't want to do, just like he was explaining here in this chapter. This is such a good chapter. But basically he's saying, (laughs) it's not the law that you're saved by. um, And the way to save yourself is to manage your mind, guard your mind, protect your mind, fill your mind with the good things. That's why God says, look, or they read the Bible, whether you think it's boring or not, read it anyway, because you need to fill your mind, fill your mind, fill your mind eventually. And that's what I hope that we're doing with kingdom.think. I hope that I'm showing you that the Bible is not boring. It's super interesting. And most importantly, you're filling your mind with things that are going to help you live an abundant life, a prosperous life, a beautiful life, a healthy life. Your body healthy is, your mind is healthy, your spirit is healthy. And yes, even abundance in, in things, in joy, in relationships. But it starts with believing in God, drawing near to God, staying away from sin. How do you do that? Guard your mind. It's so good. Oh my goodness, this was such a good one. Okay, First Samuel 7 and 8, we covered. We covered Psalms 123 and Romans 7. I really like this guy, Paul. He's just, I don't know. He's just, he just speaks my language. This is so good. So I hope you enjoyed this one. Have a great day.